0: Dave, it's me, Dave. I know you want to shimmy in the sun with all your friends, but right now, (laughs) seriously, don't. Hang out from home, where pants are optional. You can do it for America. Oh, Phoenix!
1: Hey, yo. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your
0: head. All night long. <laughs>
2: straight punk bitch I mean you're just gonna replace me
0: shut up We're Morales the biggest slut in the Western ah. Hemisphere Why do I have to have a buzzer?
1: Ah. You are now and will forever be an asshole because it's my show you,
0: you guys know how to party. You're welcome
1: It is a Tuesday night, Tuesday, May the 12th, 2020, week 9 of the quarantine, which in state 48 is going to be the last week of the quarantine, but uh Miranda's dancing. I mean, she's going to be infected next week with the coronavirus. But no, actually, I don't. We'll talk about that later. But anyway, it's time for Chair Shot Radio. Like I said, it is <laughs> People making faces and dropping stuff on camera. It's its great. The things you guys never see. See, there's like multiple shows that go on, right? There's the show you all hear when we do Chair Shot Radio. Then there's like the show that we get, which includes the video and everything else. And then there's the show within the show that's like the near 10-year history of everything that we do. We're really nine years almost to the day right now since Patrick and I started this. And you'll hear later just how terrible that was. But... It's, so, so you get a lot of different shows. Sometimes we refer to them and sometimes we don't. But this is Chair Shot Radio. My name is Greg DeMarco. You can follow me on the social media at ChairShotGreg. That's Facebook. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. Pretty sure that's all of them that I'm on anyway. Chair Shot Radio was brought to you in conjunc- or on the, as part of the Chair Shot Radio Network in conjunction with TheChairShot.com. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Head on over to TheChairShot.com for all your latest wrestling news, reviews, opinions, and analysis. Presented with the attitude you have come to know and love.
0: TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.
1: And a little surprise that I haven't mentioned to either of you. Um, Anybody out there who listens to the podcast, Keeping It 100 with Conan and Disco Inferno. I don't know if it's the one that's currently out or the next one to come out they talk about thechairshot.com Disco Inferno visits the website on the air and praises the website on the air and uh, yeah I'll I'll tell you guys later how that came about, it's kind of a random random story, but it all happens where? At thechairshot.com thechairshot.com always use your head but enough about thechairshot.com
0: thechairshot.com Always use your head.
1: By the way, I'm wearing an always-use-your-head t-shirt that Miranda's going to talk about later when she sells some t-shirts. But first, you heard me say the name Miranda, but before we bring Miranda in, we got to bring in Patrick O'Dowd. He's the wrestling realist. He's on the Twitter at W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. There's no I in wrestling, but there is one in realist for the wrestling realist, Patrick O'Dowd.
0: F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S. Dean
2: fucking Ambrose. No, probably not. Dean fucking Ambrose. Um, probably you know Corey fucking Graves. But um,
1: that's true. There that's you very go. Very true. Right? That's Patrick. Everybody, Patrick. It's all downhill from that one. Patrick, a like you peaked. Yeah, that was that six was, minutes was into the true. show. My work here is done. Yep. Well, have a good night, Patrick O'Dowd. We will talk to you soon. Happy uh, happy early birthday. And, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Miranda Morales. She is on the Instagram at the hashtag Miranda. There is an I in Miranda, even though there's not one in wrestling. But she doesn't have wrestling in her handle. It is at the hashtag Miranda. She's the queen of soft style. By the way, that at the hashtag# Miranda, you ain't going to find it on Twitter only on Facebook and Instagram because she is also the Twitterless heroine Miranda Morales.
0: top of that from Patrick Rodad Like he you, literally you just mic dropped it and
1: you just don't you just don't. You don't even try.
0: Do we even have a show this week? Yes. Do we definitely. just end it on there? Not,
1: not anymore. Dave. It's me, Dave. Absolutely we do. Nice try though. Because I can just play sound bites. <laughs> you know I barely played that last week. Like like barely at all. No, it's true. Like the show was so packed and, and so here's the funny thing, right? Talk about the show within the show. So last week we had twelve topics on our program pretty much, and it took fifty eight minutes. Then turn around and record the hashtag Miranda show. Two topics, ninety minutes. Seriously. Mm. Like like how does this it shit? It's out? no it's no four hour bandwagon nerds. Though. No, that and, is true. and nothing should be a four hour bandwagon nerds ever. <laughs> including a four hour <laughs> bandwagon nerds. I, I gotta tell you though, I was
2: uh, I was commenting to you on another podcast and it's length of time as i was listening to that podcast uh they kept yes. talking about how bad they felt about how long it was so we're not alone out there it does happen to all of us occasionally it does do
1: in fact uh, so so later on in the show i've already ruined the surprise i have a clip from an old edition of the old greg de show and oh yeah and knowing what's on the rundown you probably know what it is and that show went three hours long. That specific episode went three hours long because that's what we used was, to do I was, back but, then.
2: That was back when I was using the handheld phone, like the old school phone. Oh, yeah. Like landline. Oh, it's terrible. My, I, I even tried to ear, pretty it up.
1: My what, ear you're is gonna, numb. what you're going to hear later is prettied up. So that's just how, uh, how bad it is. So that's, yeah, that, that's where we're at.
0: It had to blow up.
1: You gave it a glow-up. We we did what Miranda just said, yes. So anyway, just real quick, couple things, couple bits of housekeeping. Patrick did mention Bandwagon Nerds drops every Tuesday on TheChairShot.com. Miranda has the hashtag MirandaShow, which drops every Thursday morning on TheChairShot.com. And this past Monday morning, I dropped the newest edition of the Greg DeMarco Show, the solo effort. And this time, my guest was none other than the lovely and talented Mrs. DeMarco, my wife... Holly, and we had a blast. It was the longest interview. It was well over an hour. I didn't even do the other stuff because I'm trying to keep that show under, you know, 75, 80 minutes. A lot of fun, you know, Talk about pulling back the curtain. Plenty of that going on. And yeah, just go check it out. A lot of good feedback so far. You get to hear me make fun of her for liking Jeff Jarrett. You get to hear... um her accidentally, say the name of the school she used to work at, even though she was trying not to do that. Lots of little things that, that that are in there. Lots of fun. We've got family and friends listening to it. And, yeah, it's just a blast. So go out there, give it a listen. You can find it over at thechairshot.com. The lovely and talented Mrs. DeMarco was my guest this week on the Greg DeMarco Show. Who's the next guest? You're going to have to wait and see. And the reason why you're going to have to wait and see is because I don't know. Um, I mean, I do know. Well, okay. Somebody hit me up about interviewing a football player um from the Canadian Football League and so trying to work that out and if that doesn't happen for this week I got a backup plan already lined up so that's why I can't really say because and I don't fully know yet because the date and time and all that stuff has not been confirmed I want to talk to you guys about a completely unrelated side project a website known as LuchaCentral.com now Miranda and I have been working with LuchaCentral.com behind the scenes for the past few weeks. And some things are going to be coming out, and we have the clearance to mention it now. LuchaCentral.com, starting the Lucha Central Podcast Network. And for some crazy-ass reason, I don't know why, they put me in charge of it. So, yeah, I'm now in charge of the... I have another job on top of all the other crap that I do. And I'm in charge of the Lucha Central Podcast Network. Our own Miranda Morales is the host of lucha central weekly the english version which takes place every friday over at luchacentral.com so go check it out the the luchacentral.com the preview show for lucha central weekly is actually up on the lucha central youtube channel and all the new episodes will be coming out on all your major forms of podcast distribution starting this friday and the reason why i know that is because i set them all up today So, yeah, that is that. So head on over to LuchaCentral.com. You might hear some chair shot commercials there. You will know why. But, yeah, it's a lot of fun, and and it's going to be a great, great brand. I'm really excited about working with it. Um, I joked about how busy I am yet took on something else, and that should tell you something, like I'm willing to take on something else for that reason. And, look, thanks to LuchaCentral.com, our website is now getting mentioned on Keeping It 100. So these things happen, and they're good things, and I'm very excited about them. So, yeah. LuchaCentral.com. Go check it out. We'll probably hear some commercials for that once we have them, but you just take my word for it, it's such good shit. This is such good shit. Alright, Miranda, I'm wearing a soft style, always use your head t-shirt from prowrestlingteescom forward slash the chair shot, but I don't think I'm the best person to tell everybody about this. I think you are the woman for the job. Uh-
0: I mean, you are living your best life right now wearing your chairshot.com soft-style t-shirt. It's, you know, plus on plus on plus. Uh, because you're up in the chair shot, also treat style you are wondering how to treat yourself, go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot, and there you can find over 25 different varieties of colors, styles, logos, Just a bunch of different t-shirts there, all supporting thechearshot.com. T-shirts there start at $19.99. Pretty good price. But if you want to pay just a few dollars extra, you can get it there. Uh, You can get your shirt in soft style. Uh, And summertime is coming up, so you want to be comfortable Uh, here in Arizona. We've already hit the 100-degree mark, so you know. We're all dying on the inside and on the outside. Uh, but you don't feel like that when you're wearing a soft style T-shirt. Uh, as far as the different logos, the different uh, varieties of, of uh, logos that you can get, of course, always use your head. chair Shot Worldwide, the OG Cheer Shot logo. Uh, of course, the unofficial official shirt of Patrick O'Dowd, hashtag Save Tag Team Wrestling. Suck it nerd, Baron Corbin sucks, the chair shot corona shirt, and last but not least, the Queen of Soft Style shirt. All available at Pro dot com forward slash the chair shot. Again, that's pro dot forward slash the chair shot. And you can get your very own chair shot t shirt today.
1: Was she kung fu for you there, Patrick? Or was she just slightly off on the video versus the audio feed? A little bit. Yeah. For a while there I know, you were frozen. I know. And yep. I, I tried to take a picture of you frozen, and then as soon as I pulled the phone out to take the picture, you became unfrozen. And and maybe at some point later, we can get you frozen again. But no, it still, it still worked, got everything out, and that's what matters. And now we'll do this. Eight, seven. We didn't get the buzzer.
0: Yeah, what was that we, all?
2: We didn't about? get
1: the buzzer, Miranda.
0: My apologies. Are you really sorry?
1: <laughs> yeah. Are you really sorry? No, I mean we could do a take two. Or were you, or were we are are you just, just we on your phone two? And, and and and?
2: Did and... <laughs> that so hard?
1: How long have we been doing the Royal Rumble theme thing on this show?
2: Yeah. Uh, basically since you and Miranda went to the Royal
1: Rumble, however long yeah, ago that was. That's about right. That is, was, I was
0: going to say, is it, is it even more embarrassing that I'm wearing my Royal Rumble t-shirt right
1: now?
0: <laughs> 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 oh, my God.
1: It's especially because like, like, I think, know how you got that say, shirt, which is even better.
0: I mean,
2: here's the thing is, Brandon on Bandwagon Nerds, I caught hell from PC Tani because I couldn't figure out uh, after two days, like two episodes, like getting timing right on sound, but I figured it out after two episodes. We're at like episode number what, like sixty-four? I've, I've of you missing it a handful
0: of times, uh, like more very, than very, very, very handful
2: very of times. More than this. No, let me let me just
0: let's just
1: have fun, right? Let, know, let's just let's just have fun with it. What was so important that caused you to miss it?
0: You know, uh, I just oh, have a lot. Part. No, I just I'm busy too, Greg. You talk about being busy now. I'm on multiple podcasts. What well, happened was? was. <laughs> it I'll was. tell you what. Uh, Let's okay. The truth, puppy videos on Instagram. Damn it. Okay, you caught me. I spend my time this, this watching is why two you puppies during, on Instagram. I get
1: that, but but if you have to watch them while you're recording a podcast, the podcast that started us all for you. That I question a lot of. Th- you know what? Let, let we're gonna let her redeem herself. Okay, we're gonna do one more time, and we're gonna see. And this is gonna be the I best did it, buzzer though. ever. The Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Oh, you
0: tried. A- you tried to get that all. Mm-hmm. I did. I did. And you didn't. It actually worked out in my favor because you did it right after, instead of right on top.
1: I still wanted to get the buzzer going. Like I still needed a piece of the buzzer in there. I feel good about it. I don't know about you. I feel good about
2: it. I mean, this seems to be between you two. So I'm just, um, I'm just stirring the pot. It
0: was between us two until you interjected pretty much how (laughs) you're more confident than
2: you at the podcasting. That's what I heard there. Yep,
0: Mm -hmm. gotcha. Uh-oh. I need some popcorn. That, that wasn't the story? That's yeah. your narrative.
1: This is my pretend bag of popcorn right here that I'm eating Your pretend bag.
2: You're, you're you're Michael Jackson in the thriller uh-huh. video. No, my Biggie at <laughs> ringside.
0: That is what oh, my Biggie. Biggie. That's, Yeah, yeah that's Michael Jackson thriller popcorn. Yeah. yeah, but I feel
2: weird like celebrating Michael Jackson now. It's just weird. Yeah, you feel weird about yeah. everything though.
1: Like literally anything fun and good. I don't feel,
2: feel weird, weird about. about. I don't feel weird about Biggie. The big E-gif is, there's nothing, There's that's pure joy.
1: That is pure joy. That is pure joy. All right, are we ready
2: now? I, yeah, I mean, we played Becky Lynch's theme song like all right. eight minutes ago.
1: Let's do yeah. this. No, I'm just kidding. So as we all know by now, and, and if you didn't know by now, we've given you enough time to literally rewatch the entire episode of Raw while we were talking about whatever the hell we were just talking about. Becky Lynch is pregnant, and Becky Lynch is not going to be wrestling again anytime soon. And she told us just as much on Raw.
2: Because the match last night, it wasn't what you thought it was. It wasn't for an opportunity to win the championship. It was for so much more. The match last night was actually for the Raw Women's Championship. (laughs) You are the champion. Now, and and as happy as you are to be the champion, I, I might be a little bit happier. So you go and be a warrior because I'm going to go be a mother.
1: So there you go. Becky Lynch is a mom-to-be and extremely exciting news and, and, you know, something that obviously she's wanted to do. She's planned on. She's made a lot of comments. We're going to talk about those. And with the Raw Women's Championship, of course, Becky is out and Asuka is in. So a couple things that that we want to bring up. And the first one, you know, I hate to do it, but it, it's it's a fair point to bring up and a fair question to ask. We don't know the answer to this question, so it is pure speculation. Do you think it was the case? Or do you not think it was the case? Do you think she was pregnant at WrestleMania? Patrick, what do you think?
2: I mean, maybe. Um, like, the the timing of this announcement versus when she last performed, like if you're doing a little bit of the math of when it's generally safe to announce a pregnancy and that sort of thing, like it's very possible that, that she was, you know, working pregnant, but also at a point in time where it's not nearly as dangerous. So if she was whatever. Um, and I, I, like, I don't, I see it as a non question for people to even ask.
1: I agree, and, and and it's come up a lot everywhere, and I think it's just wrestling fans being wrestling fans. But if she was no, like you terrible. said, no, well, of course they are. They're blaming Seth Rollins. Like people are literally blaming Seth Rollins for taking right. Becky away. I mean, that's <laughs> Seth Rollins get there is later.
0: taking another wrestler out. Man, he's he's a dangerous. Performer. Oh yeah.
2: I I I've seen it actually uh, on both uh, both directions too. Oh sorry, Greg.
1: I no, I was just. Both- you said oh yeah like you were gonna talk and then didn't talk and then i went to play a sound bite and then you did talk so i, I was trying to collect, I was
2: trying to collect my thought real quick oh, that's that what happened sense. there i lost it in the in the middle but and now that was just intentional and that was just mean and hurtful but uh it was it was one of those things i saw to, <laughs> i saw both ends of it uh, on the twitter which i thought was hilarious uh, the people that were like Seth Rollins ruined everything. You know, we've lost Michaelis. And then the people who are like, do you think she'll be back in time for WrestleMania?
1: That's my, I know, that's my favorite one right there. Like, Do you like, think she'll she be back in time for WrestleMania? Do you think she be
2: back to challenge Oscar in WrestleMania? Oh, my like, gosh. See, and Marin is all upset now. See, I this just like... like...
0: <sighs> I've seen people Did predict you?
1: she's going to return at the Royal Rumble. Oh, God. The Royal... That's in January.
2: Yeah, it's May.
0: I'm guessing most of these comments were made by men. Um, the Royal know. Rumble yeah. one, I'll be honest but, with you, yeah.
1: the Royal Rumble that's... one wasn't, but that's, and and she said she's due in December, and I think that's why people are making the comment they're making, because if it's early December, you're looking at almost two months, but that's just insane. Like, it, it, then you've got the fact that people just think she's going to have the baby and then go back to work and not spend time with said baby and live that life. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's
2: such a, that's such a typical narrow minded mentality out of a fan that believes that a wrestler is, is their commodity. If, if that makes any sense, like I'm happy for you to have the baby, but they, they want that child to then somehow either be wrapped into the wrestling narrative that they have, or they get their Becky back as fast as possible.
0: Mm -hmm
2: and you know that to me you're not a fan of the person if if that's what you're if that's what you're pushing then you really do look at them as a commodity to entertain you and not as a fan of a human being
0: yeah I, I- absolutely and, and i made the comment about you know if if these comments were made by men because they just don't have an understanding of what happens to a person when they go through um, that type of physical change. Um, it's not just you have a baby and then, oh, all of a sudden, everything's back to normal. There's so many things that happen um, with with the person, not only just physically, but also mentally and emotionally. You are in charge of this new life and your priorities shift so yes, wrestling is a big aspect and probably will be a big aspect of this child's life with both parents being professional wrestlers, but it does not mean that their lives also don't change because of that. Um, And we are now very used to seeing people's personal lives out in the open because we're in a time of reality through social media, through the transcending of storyline into personal life and vice versa. But that doesn't mean something like this just keeps the the ball rolling. It will have a profound effect on both of their lives. And there's absolutely really no way that uh, this, timeline is feasible um and even if she wanted to you know i I think that there's a lot of factors involved that wwe would need to consider even about you know all the same precautions that they take when people are coming back from injury um same precautions of when someone's coming back from you know having a baby that they, they would need to consider um so think about it too as you know someone recovering from an injury they go through a lot of steps to be able to come back i imagine the same exact thing would happen if and when she decides to come back
1: yeah, I, I mean, it, it's 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 kind of it's not really unprecedented, but it's definitely something that we as, as fans haven't encountered. And the big talk was about Ronda Rousey because she was public about the fact that she wanted to leave and, and have babies. And then, of course, you know, Becky had to beat her to it because she's Becky Lynch and she's the man, and, and you know, always mm-hmm. wants to beat Ronda at everything she does. And here she goes, and I'm waiting for those tweets to come out because I'm sure they will because Becky's going to get bored at some point and start tweeting. Oh, they, they, they've they've had amazing.
0: I've seen a few already
1: between those two.
0: Uh, no, not between those. Well, no, I'm waiting just, for them. Just the fan, the fan. Oh, no, yeah, fuck the fans. Between I not care those about the two, fans. The fans are idiots. We already talked about that. Yeah. I yeah. want to
1: see those two go at it, and you know they will. You know, Becky's going to be hitting up Ronnie and all of that. And it's going to be, and, and of course the fans are going to go nuts not realizing the two women are in on it, but that's the, uh, that's the best part about it. And we'll get into talking about a potential return here in a moment, but what I want to talk about is the way they handled the whole announcement. You, what would you guys think? We'll let we'll Miranda go this, first this time. What would you think about how the announcement was handled?
0: Um, I overall liked the way that the announcement was handled. I really liked how it opened Raw. I liked just Becky being able to share that in somewhat of a coy way, um, but also as a physical passing the torch, being able to vacate the title and and give it to Asuka. Um, there are some slight things I wish would have, happened with it uh, as far as, you know, maybe her coming out with the briefcase kind of didn't make sense. I, I kind of understand there was some confusion with it. Um, and I think we're also living in a time where the world's very scary, where uh, as, as much as there were already some rumors about what the announcement was going to be, I think there was just... Some people were also scared, like Mm -hmm. what good is going to come out of this? So I I do think that there was some scary elements that kept us holding our breath. but I think that was probably also the intention of it was to capture the audience's attention to get them so interested in what she had to say to, you know, bring in viewers and and things like that. But I think overall the announcement was really adorable. and, And one of my favorite things was Oscar's reaction to it because it did really seem very genuine and almost like, I've seen that reaction before I've seen that face when someone's made that announcement. And so it felt really genuine and it, it really got, I think people emotional because you could tell that, um, it's, it's a, also a complex thing for someone who's very career minded, um, to want to have a career and also have a family and kind of be torn, um, between vacating, um, this title, but also starting this new chapter in, in her life. And so, um, I I think that they did a a fairly good job with it. And I think that um, it was something that felt very genuine.
1: Patrick, what did you think about the announcement?
2: Yeah, I echo a a lot of what Miranda said. I think that it is funny. I think the highlight for me was Asuka in general and and her part in in the whole deal. Uh, Like I loved... she got to have this moment where she's i'm i'm the champion and she got to like run all over the performance center ring area like dance on the announcer table and be like all happy and becky lets her have this you know have have that little moment and then gets to drop that announcement and like said like just didn't didn't appear like if oscar was acting but like she she didn't know and just found out she did a hell of a job because mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, Oscar didn't know this until right there," and then she was like, "Holy shit, really?" Um, and kind of changed the tone a little bit. So, and that could be all Oscar's great acting. I don't know, but I was willing to buy it. It was I tuned into Raw, and I never tuned into Raw live. Like I never tuned into, but wanting to know, and Greg and I had had like a brief text back and forth where greg was like you know are you gonna watch becky announce where she's pregnant i was like oh you think that's what it is which and it was totally plausible i was like sure that could be it like i didn't come into it with any trepidation but like i was like oh yep there it is um and then you know really started to and i know we're gonna get into this a little bit so we'll do too much but just listening to what becky was actually telling the audience uh, and paying attention to the way she was framing everything because i think that's very important. Um, but I thought it was really well done. I liked the way they did it. I was I was pleased. The if I had a quibble, it's a it's a whiny fanboy booking quibble of handing a title over. Like I get why they did, um, and that they, you know, kind of retroactively were like the, the money in the bank ladder matches for the title. Um, but at the same time, there's there's just something nice about a match, and that's that's just me.
1: Well, you had the match. We just didn't know it was the match, right? The, the title was hiding right. inside the briefcase the whole time. Of course, the match was recorded on April 15th, and Becky may not have even right. known. She was pregnant when the match was recorded. <laughs> that also explains why Becky was nowhere to be found in any of the advertisements for the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, and why we haven't really seen her since WrestleMania. All that stuff kind of makes sense now. By the way, kudos to Asuka for making Patrick believe.
0: Oh, hey, Mark.
1: Because that was <laughs> something that made me smile. So... It's obviously. I'm okay didn't. with it. You can call me a mark yeah. for that.
2: Fuck. Yeah. Off. I said mean, credits her She made you, you believe. for me enjoying a moment. No, you called me a mark for enjoying a moment. I didn't fangirl over that. You don't get to call me a mark. Fuck off. That's what I say to that. Isn't that
1: the goal? Don't you want to mark out for things like like I think you're overreacting with mean, the phrase I mark. I didn't mark out. Like
2: I didn't freak
1: out. I was like, oh, it's okay, oh, hey,
0: Mark. I
2: no, mean, but I
1: mean, no, no,
0: it's cool. No, no, I was going to say Patrick makes a good point. Like, Asuka isn't well known f- for her. I mean, her facial expressions are more on the heel side. To have, like, a genuine expression um, of kindness is not something we're used to seeing from Asuka. Um, so that's to me, may- made it feel genuine because um, I just, I, I, you know, being pissed off, she's great at. She's great at being mean. She's great at being pissed off. But, like, nice is just not in the vernacular no. that I'm used to from her. No, no, no. She's she's much
1: better. Much better pissed off, much better heel. Um, One of the things that that Miranda said, talking about the way that Becky made people feel, that phrase, I've got to go away for a little bit, that's the same exact thing Edge said. That's the same thing Daniel Bryan said. Like, that phrase is not the best phrase to ever use when you have to step away from wrestling um, because it's just been used in some really tough situations. And when I watched it, and, uh, you know, watching it, and, and because I watched it on a delay, like, I was, you know, I think Miranda was the first person who told me, yep, pregnancy confirmed. I think that might have been the exact words in the text message while I was working out. So when I watched it, I knew. But as soon as I heard her say, I've got to go away for a while, I just was like, Oh, no don't you because because you what you feel there is like this is bad and it's not bad it's wonderful and it's amazing and and it should be a good thing and it is a good thing and i'm extremely excited about it the the oscar partying part of it was kind of weird to me because i felt like it took away from the moment um now becky hadn't revealed that she was pregnant yet so i had the benefit of hindsight being 2020 because i knew what the announcement was when i watched it but i was just like it was just like just ask get back in the ring so we can you know you know yeah you got the title now and that's great but this to me ha her having the title was secondary, um, yeah I would have preferred a match as well but I also kind of like the fact that um, yeah, they just went a different way with it and and right now is a time where they can do that basically saying you didn't know you were fighting it almost kind of felt TNA like what's in the briefcase and and you know she opened the briefcase and it could have been a pink slip like who knows but <laughs> they would do that what's
2: in the box. Right?
1: um was it feast or famine is that feast or fired was it yeah the, the, the feast fired. so that four, was four
2: boxes and you don't know what they are
1: what's very interesting to me is so she's been she's known about this for probably about a month now um you know money in the bank was recorded april 15th and you know, shortly after wrestlemania and now here we are middle of may becky's making this announcement And not until the middle of the day yesterday did anybody say anything, anybody report anything, anybody talk about anything regarding Becky Lynch and a potential pregnancy. I made the comment, I think to both of you guys, I was really surprised they didn't announce it ahead of time, like they've done with some other big announcements. Patrick will remember on these very airwaves, I complained, bitched and complained for probably a full two hours about how they announced Daniel Bryan was going to announce his return before Daniel Bryan announced his return. Like, I just thought it was such a wasted moment, and now here I am coming full circle. I thought they should have said ahead of time, (laughs) Becky Lynch is going to, you know, do this. I also firmly believe the only reason why it spread so fast was because they purposely leaked it out. I don't think anybody found anything right. out. I think they leaked it out because they wanted to set some expectation because it's it's tough like in this day and age you got to kind of set the table a certain way and and it still kind of worked out weird. What's interesting is any complaint that we have about the reveal they're obviously, they were obviously okay with because that was recorded. That wasn't live, and it was recorded earlier in the day. So they had plenty of time to make any adjustments to it, and they didn't. Or, or what we saw was their final product, and so they were obviously happy, happy with it. so
0: Well, an interesting aspect, too, about just the time that we live in is that right after she made the announcement on Raw, then her People magazine interview came out. So there's also now this aspect of incorporating other press into a big announcement. And that could yep. have played a reason as to why they didn't leak it, because they wanted to have the exclusive with people, um, which is also how other wrestling news has come about is is through people, um, which is, again, strange now. Um, but it, it makes sense if that's, you know, kind of the steps that they wanted to take in getting the initial details about this pregnancy out.
1: Well, and that's something, it's funny you brought out with People Magazine, that was a, a random thing that came up during the, the Greg DeMarco show with my wife. Wrestling's part of our culture, and wrestling's part of the American culture. Mm-hmm. That's why People Magazine covers these things. Now, does WWE arrange that? Of course they do. The, the biggest, you know, farce was when Darren Young randomly came out to TMZ in an airport. Like, that whole thing was arranged, was pre-arranged, and good on them it got Darren Young and that topic tons of attention I'm not complaining about it but whenever ESPN breaks something or CBS Sports breaks something for WWE and they kind of have a rotation that that's pre-planned and that's WWE using the media and they've been using the media and the fans forever so I'm not surprised at all I thought it was great I'm glad you brought up the People Magazine by the way People Magazine is Miranda Morales's favorite source for wrestling news if you listen to the yes. hashtag Miranda show you've heard that before but it's Interesting, some of the comments that she made, and it was kind of seamlessly goes into my next topic, of will she come back? She said in the People magazine interview, she's accomplished everything she wants to accomplish in pro wrestling, and now she kind of wants to go off and, and do this. If you've ever listened to, and, and, and if you haven't listened, you should go listen to when she was interviewed by Stone Cold Steve Austin or when she was on his show that she was on. Becky is an all-in personality becky and that's why the man character has worked so well because she went all in on it and and she's a force of nature remember becky wasn't the plan like becky wasn't supposed to be in the main event of wrestlemania 35 and because becky's a force of nature she ended up there and that's amazing and we've talked about that like crazy on this show but she she might go all in on this and be happy and not come back and that's a very real possibility that we've seen the last of Becky Lynch in a wrestling ring because she might be happy doing that. You know, she she went off and joined the circus and, and almost kept doing that for a long time. Like Becky Lynch is, is going to be happy no matter what she does. And, and, and we got to respect that. And I think we will. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if we if, if we see her come back. Um, Patrick, do you think she comes back?
2: Yeah, I think so. But I think it's a long time from now. Um, I like. I think that, like I mentioned, and I sorry I don't read People magazine or, you know, half the other. I guess great sources of wrestling information. I should. But you, just listening to the promo that she gave yesterday and making her announcement, like her language was very. This is a long time, and, and there was almost a feeling of some level of permanency to that departure. And, and I you know, I think from the level of emotion she had, she barely got out the gate and she's like already in tears, whether that's joy or, you know, you know, bittersweet because she's stepping away. But she never she I don't know that I can think and I'd have to go back and re listen of of her being like, I'll be back or when I'll be back or I you know you know, like I don't think that language was there And I think was that's it? important to, to pay attention to Because that tells you That she she ain't coming back for a while If she comes back at all But I, I always say never say never And she's young enough That coming back is always a possibility At some point Even if it's a Beth Phoenix style One off at some point Or something like that There's always a Royal Rumble
1: Miranda what about you?
0: Yeah, agreed. I. It's hard to say never, say never, especially in this industry. There's so many times where we thought people would never return uh, to a company or to professional wrestling. And then the stars line up, the opportunity comes up, they reconsider. And if anything, we've seen that a lot over the past few years for very different circumstances, um, especially now seeing things like, uh the uh edge documentary and undertaker last ride we see a bit of the internal process of a wrestler going back and forth and deciding you know if they're leaving or not even in scenes from total bellas and and um total diva is you know brief process of of coming back and i can things lining up for her where at one point she thinks she's done and then she comes back and same thing, even with Nikki, all very different circumstances. But I do believe that there is an internal process that uh, wrestlers go through and evaluating if they're going to go back into the ring. And it also seems it's all about opportunities lining up. It's about how they physically feel. It's about kind of what's, what's happening with the wrestling scene. So it is, uh, possible for her to come back whether it's a one-off whether it's a short term um but also I agree that there wasn't anything really said in her promo that indicated a return that said I'm gonna come back and be stronger than ever was just more of this uh acceptance of life is going to change and with that uh you know it's it's a sad moment to let things go but it's also exciting because it's a new chapter in in her life um and who knows you know if even if they throw all the money at her in the world she may decide not to so it's very hard to tell because it's still so early in the process but if wrestling has taught us anything it is truly to say never to say never
1: you know, it's funny. It really makes that part-timer tweet she sent out last week even funnier because she did right. send out that part-timer magazine cover last week and joked about it being a career accomplishment because if she does come back, I think that's how it would be. I'll be honest with you, and, and you're right in everything you guys said. She There's no mention of a comeback in that promo. I'm 100% positive it's because she doesn't know. She has no idea if she's ever coming back. Um, and we've said it before, and, you know, we talked about the last ride. When The Undertaker wrestled Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 33, he didn't know if he was ever going to wrestle again because he was getting ready to go in for double hip replacement surgery. That's why they did the whole thing with the gear and stuff in the middle of the ring because that may have been the end. And if it was going to be the end, they wanted to have something that could be the end. And, of course, they could just undo it if they had to, like they did the following year WrestleMania 34. So... That's I don't think she knows. And that's it. And that's fine. I don't think she needs to know. And I think it's almost irresponsible for someone to expect her to know. We are going to put some odds to whether or not Becky Lynch returns, but we're going to do that later in the show. We're going to do some odds with our next topic as well. But first, before we do any odds or any of that other stuff, we need to talk about our good friends over at powerslam.com. TV powerslam.tv you can head on over there for just a ton of great wrestling content use the promo code chair shot get a free month you can try it out for a month for free it's only six bucks but if you try it out for a month for free you get to make that decision for yourself and then if you continue you continue great but going over to powerslam.tv promo code chair shot take advantage of that free month check this out
0: are you looking for
2: the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling $5.99
1: per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Again, that's powerslam.tv promo code ChairShot. Over 150 of your favorite independent wrestling promotions and combat zone wrestling. Powerslam.tv promo code ChairShot. Oh, i gotta, I got to find the music for Patrick. Here we go. It's
0: time for another edition
1: of Baron. Corbin
0: sucks.
2: Baron Corbin couldn't even properly throw Alistair Black and Rey Mysterio off the building of a roof because Baron Corbin sucks.
0: Now do it for this week's edition of
1: Baron Corbin sucks. And that so beautifully segues us into the next topic, the Money in the Bank ladder match, or ladder matches, however you want to look at them. <sighs> I mean, if you've read the article at ChairShot.com or the newsletter article that I put out today, you know how I feel about it, so l- let's let you guys go a little bit. Thoughts on the presentation and the execution of the Money in the Bank ladder matches that took place at Titan Towers, WWE World Headquarters, as they told us about million and a half times during the pay-per-view. What would you guys think of the execution, of the presentation, of the whole thing?
2: It felt like I was watching a lot of backstage goofy segments at Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, And I think that... Sorry, Miranda, I didn't mean to cut you off. And I also think that the... It is unfortunate how well the slick put together matches at WrestleMania with the undertaker and AJ styles and Bray Wyatt and John Cena went, because I think it raised a bar, even though this was something completely different from what those two were. You got something that was decidedly of lesser quality, just even in how it was put together. Like it's scattershot. It's kind of all over the place. There's there's gags that don't make sense, like AJ Styles under the bar under the bar. Like like he he literally you can see the space between his chest and the bar. And then
1: he wasn't he even was the, the one to throw Rey Mysterio not off the roof. So, <laughs> so-
0: <laughs> you know, last week on the Hashtag Randall Show, we talked about uh, Impact doing these cinematic, you know, uh, matches. Uh, Sammy Callahan versus Ken Shamrock. I This is kind of something I expected more from Impact than from WWE. Patrick makes a good point that the bar was risen with the uh, Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse match. Um and there was already the bar set just even just, you know, Edge and Randy Orton, the bar was set high. And the fact that they went fairly comedic with this, um is fairly
2: comedic? Is
1: yeah. Is super comedic.
0: comedic with it. Um I guess it's a little uh maybe not that surprising to be honest, because the whole thing is just ridiculous. Um and yeah, Baron Corbin committed almost murder. Like are that how no he, no, no. His... No, he didn't they
2: safely landed on a roof below. That's why I said thank almost
0: goodness, murder though. Oh it I is, mean But it's if attempted. you saw
1: one of the four million wide shots, you knew none of that led to the edge of the roof. So and thank goodness it, there was no funny. commentary. There was no commentary of Jim Ross being like, by God, he killed him," because that would just be. I'm,
0: I'm actually glad there awful. was no commentary, though. Oh yeah, because commentary would have been, been, worse. been yeah. way too much. That was a blessing in it that with these matches, they're not doing any commentary. They're letting what's happening tell the story. So I really appreciate the food fight like that. Uh, no, the food fight. But, uh, so,
1: look, the whole thing was stupid. Like there were just so perfect. many things was, that it Dana, was it
2: Dana Brooke with the fake briefcase? Yes. Or something in The that? fake briefcase what, that what was the, full the of money.
1: Right? And she should have just taken that full of money briefcase and left at that point. Like, okay, there's right. so many issues that I have with this match. First of all, Money in the Bank's kind of an important thing in WWE. And they um, completely geez. negated the importance of it with this stupid comedy show. And then they did all these, these stupid things during it. Like, first of all, I really I wanted Nia Jax to get the men's briefcase. Like, she appeared in the 2019 Royal Rumble that is wearing the shirt for right now, and we all loved that moment, especially when she ate a super kick from Dolph Ziggler and an RKO. Like, it was amazing, and we loved it. People were rooting for Nia. That was the most over Nia's ever been as a babyface was that night. Um, Otis being a Daniel Bryan fan, okay, I thought that. It was funny. Um, I'll take that. You brought up Dana Brooke. Here was the thing about Dana Brooke that really struck me. Is, is, and, and maybe she's channeling our truth. I don't know. So after that was the wrong briefcase, she's then demanding that people tell her where the briefcase is. How does she not know where the briefcase is? Like, does she not watch the product? Like, we've known for a week, especially if this was in real time, right? Because Kayfabe. It's on the roof, Dana. Like, we all know it's on the roof. I mean, come on now. Um, first of all, how, why did a bell ring in the lobby and in the gym when there was no referee? And then why were there referees on the roof if there weren't referees where the match began? And it, it just... That, well, that, but
2: Greg, how are they going to see who got the briefcase? How are they going to see? They weren't going to okay. know. There at WrestleMania no, it's 2... It's not like they
1: had cameras. At WrestleMania yeah. 2, why did they ring the bell when Hulk Hogan climbed out of the cage and there was no referee there to signal for it? So...
2: I, I, Greg, I was just playing along, bro. And here, and like, here's the one I'm, thing I agree. With. I'm right there with you. I, you made me use "bro."
1: I know. Bro. You use it more than you use it bro, more than you, you think. Why would? Why yeah. does Stephanie McMahon have to show up and bury the women yet again? Like seriously.
0: I was I was gonna say like why is Vince working in his office when he knows that Money in the Bank is happening? Like, uh, but because Vince is clueless, right? Do,
1: we all but know but that you Vince is, that is that crazy. to cool. happen. Yeah. Like,
0: well, of course, you know. You, you I, do- I actually thought that segment was fairly funny. Uh, I did too, like, except like, again,
1: it neutered the talent because they're fighting and they're off this briefcase. But Vince is so important, we're going to immediately stop fighting, fix his office for him, and leave. Like that's again, the McMahon's were put over the talent uh, in this match, and I'm okay if it's an undercard comedy spot. If this were an undercard match and not important, if this were for the 24/7 for like championship, 24
0: yeah, I'd have been yeah. totally
1: fine. But it's for the Money in the Bank briefcases, and, and that—that's yeah, like then AJ Styles is so hell bent on finding Rey Mysterio. Meanwhile, everyone else ran off. AJ, get in the elevator, go to the top floor and go get the briefcase. It's right. not that hard, dude. Like it's either. what I did love is they literally sat on a shot of a Roman Reigns poster for 30 seconds. Like that was just a message to the fans. Yeah, it'd be
0: like, so. here's your Roman Reigns spot.
1: Then we had the, the the food fight and not going after the briefcase so that was fun. Um I I know everybody loves Otis and Mandy but I really wanted Otis and Nia Jax storyline and love love triangle whatever after you know those what? two had their they moment they
0: seem to be alluding to that a little bit i mean i yeah. don't think that's like out of the question for the future they're alluding to that a, a little bit yeah. i'm also sad that Shayna baszler disappeared like she was there and then she yeah
1: she that. did disappear but a lot, not everybody made it to the roof which does make sense actually um why were there so many pies in the cafeteria when that's closed right now like i don't understand and they were fresh pies like, well, no one's at work right now. We're in the middle of a global pandemic. Why are there pies in the cafeteria? Why
0: was Paul Heyman there? Like, I don't get, like... Yeah, and, and Brother Love. Why
1: was Brother Love in the bathroom? It, it's... it's
2: Yeah, why was know. Brother Love in the bathroom? Can why was keep, there like, a clown
1: behind a chair? Like, that never came... Like, I don't know. And Asuka knows English. She has a YouTube channel. Like, this, it's like she's literally asking the janitor in Japanese, where the briefcase... Like, how to get to the roof. Um. Yeah, I, I did love that Vince was sitting at a desk on a notepad during a pay per view and not watching it and criticizing it or whatever. Um, why did Baron Corbin stop try to stop Oscar from getting her briefcase? Like, dude, just wait. Let her get the briefcase, push her off the ladder, and get your briefcase. Like, because
0: Baron Corbin sucks. Exactly. Baron Corbin yes. sucks. Yeah.
1: Like he actually fit the narrative. He did big time. Um, why am I supposed to believe the ladder can't support Otis when? Kane and Braun Strowman have both won Money in the Bank ladder matches and countless larger wrestlers have been involved in ladder matches. But Otis breaks the bottom bottom, se- bottom step? I don't know.
2: Oh, I mean, it- it's because of the neck beard.
1: Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um, and, and why did the most important surprise outside of a world title get won by accident? Like, that's just what really really bothers me. I just felt like they, they, they just neutered the whole thing. Like, it's... it's, And I don't mind that they did it there. I think you could have had a more serious version of the show, of, of mm-hmm. the match, in that setting, and it had been entertaining. And I did like they put music underneath some things this time around, which I thought was good. And, and I think there was a lot that, that they could do. A lot of people online loved it. And I don't know why, because I really thought it sucked. And I just... It wasn't money in the bank to me. Like, it was just...
2: Well... I don't know, it's comedy. And, but and I think I mean I think you hit on a part of it though. Is part of it is what money in the bank means to you um in terms of what you were expecting yes, inter- uh,
1: oh, as, yeah. as far
2: as what the kind of match was.
1: I do need to out this too. This is a total playlist mentality for me. Like we've right. coined the phrase, Patrick coined the phrase years ago, the playlist mentality. Mike Kanellis, Mike Bennett, loves the phrase, by the way. He said it on air with us. And and that's what this is for me. Like, it totally was not on my playlist, and I'm not happy about it. And that's right. on me. That's on me. I get that. But I, I have a platform to complain about it, so I guess I'm going to do it. Well, I'm a, I, I, mean, I am wrestling Twitter is, right I, now.
2: Whether or not you liked how it was done in general, I just think the quality in general – like, I think the quality was poor. And, and I think yeah. that's really what gets me is, like, there was comedy, but it wasn't well-executed comedy. Like,
1: like, Which like it usually isn't things in things WWE. Because they used the wrong people ve- if it was going to be comedy. Right.
2: right. Like, mm-hmm. They was, have good comedy it was people. Very, it was very typical. I don't know what group of people were brought to put that match together, yeah. but it was clear. Probably Paul creating- Heyman,
1: Vince McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, and Bruce Prichard. Honestly, right, and so,
2: and so you oh. and and I'm not even disagreeing with you a little bit because when you look at well, oh, that's who we saw on camera well, too. So. Well, and not but not just that, but you just look at the you just look at the style of of the comedy and the and what was done. Like that's Vince's fingers, like off throughout yeah. that. And Bruce, like and, Bruce is Bruce, that guy. Yeah, Bruce and Bruce, like, and thirty years from now when Bruce is dead and. Are you, why are you, you killing Bruce? Why,
1: What's you that? Kill, why are you killing off Bruce on the show, man? You just threw Bruce off here? the roof. 30, 30, 30 years from now. I think it'll He'll be, okay. be 80. He, he might still be alive. Hogan
2: no. Wrote him, he he rode off the roof with Hogan when the big show took him off well, the they're roof. They're all so alive, <laughs> too.
1: Granted, seeing Bruce and realizing how much he's ballooned up, he's probably not going to make it to 80. But still, that... Uh, right. Like, like, so you're,
0: you're killing him off all day. Yes. But, but my the red face he'll, wasn't he'll even makeup this time his face die. is
1: just red from climbing up the stairs um right. i don't know but yeah it's just yeah the whole thing was 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 painful so um it could have been better you know what could have been better but but again hindsight's 2020 so before we move on i, I want to play a little bit of odds makers i've got some questions here and i got the handy-dandy spreadsheet so we can figure out exactly what uh what it's gonna look like here so I got six different questions, and we'll ask them, play some odds makers. You guys know how it works. We give our our percentage chance that we think something's going to happen. I'll total them all up. So we're going to go Patrick, Miranda, Greg, like usual. Patrick O'Dowd, percentage chance that Becky Lynch ever returns?
2: I'm going to go with a 58% chance. I think it's over 50%. I think someday she'll come back.
1: Miranda?
0: I agree. It's going to be someday, um, so I'm going to say 70.
1: Yeah, I was pretty high, too. I'm going to say 75% chance she returns. A return can be almost anything, and so I am going to say, um, I'm, going to go, I'm going to go with that, so 75% chance for me. All right, percentage chance, Patrick O'Dowd, that Becky Lynch returns in the year 2021.
2: Uh, I'm going to do a 0% chance. I actually think she's going to take a long time off.
1: Miranda?
0: Ooh, we're going by the definition you said that a return could be anything uh maybe she pokes her face somewhere um so i'm gonna i'm gonna say it's pretty low twenty percent
1: see, I actually think it's higher than that I, this is and I actually went higher on this one than Patrick went with the first one. I said there's a sixty percent chance that we see her in twenty twenty one towards the end of the year I really do I think that she's gonna she's gonna come back in some capacity there so percentage chance because we just had Becky Lynch hold that title for over a year that Asuka enters WrestleMania 37 as the Raw Women's Champion. Patrick
2: Oh, I I kind of hope so. Um but I'm actually going to I'm actually going to say it's less likely than likely. So I'm going to go under 50%. I'm going to go 43%.
1: Miranda
0: I agree with Patrick. You just had a really long title reign and I don't I don't think that that will happen twice. So, I I'm going to hit 33%.
1: I think it's more likely than that. I don't think it's crazy likely, but I'm going to say 55% chance. I think they seem to like the longer title runs right now and so yeah, I'll give it a give it a shot. So, all right. We already had Rey Mysterio returned from, from his near-death experience. Of course, AJ Styles returned after being buried alive and was like, what? There was some dirt thrown on me. Percentage chance that Aleister Black returns with zero reference towards being thrown off the roof. Patrick, go down.
2: I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you because Miranda's chair exploded. Yeah. Miranda what was, was rearranging question?
1: her office during this. Percentage chance Aleister Black returns with zero reference to being thrown off the roof.
2: Oh, God, like 87%. It didn't happen. Miranda. I mean, Rami Stereo's already blind, and I'm sure that will
1: come up again.
0: (laughs) Like, reference ever, or just reference initially?
1: Reference initially.
0: Oh, that's pretty high. I'm going to say like 93%.
1: That is pretty high. Higher than I thought. I'm kind of right there with you guys. I'll say 90% chance he makes his return. The only reference will be the picture of the ghost on his Twitter page. So... All right, percentage chance Patrick Rodale that Otis wins and becomes champion on his cash in.
2: Um, I'm going to I'm going to lowball this really hard cuz I don't want it to happen. So, 10%. Miranda. I really don't want Otis as champion.
0: Patrick stole my number. That's exactly the number I was guessing. So I'll, I'll go a little higher, uh, and I'll say
1: 15. 0% chance. Otis is not <laughs> winning his cash-in. Percentage chance that Otis doesn't even cash-in because he loses the briefcase to someone. Patrick, go down. Oh, 74%. Miranda?
0: I'm going to say... Uh,
1: Fifty five percent. Yep, I'm gonna say sixty two percent chance. I think Otis loses the briefcase to Dolph Ziggler thanks to Mandy Rose.
2: Dun 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 That's right.
1: I wasn't in the sound bites to play that, but yes, that is And that's when we'll get the love story between Otis and Nia Jax. Let's be honest, that's what everybody wants to see right now. So there we go, percentage chances. So Becky Lynch returns. We were at a 67.66667% chance. She returned in 2021, a 26.66667% chance. Asuka shows up at WrestleMania 37 as the Raw Women's Champion, 43.66667% chance. Aleister Black returns with zero reference towards being tossed off the roof, 90% chance. Otis wins his cash in, 8.33333% chance. And Otis loses the briefcase to somebody else, 63.66667% chance. Only one person has ever lost the briefcase and, and, you know, been in a situation where they lost it, and that was Mr. Kennedy who lost it to Edge, right? So, yeah, we shall see what happens when Otis cashes in the briefcase.
0: Bring it home. All right, gentlemen, you have three minutes, and you better make it good. We got three minutes, that we're out of here. The clock is ticking, and we're in the clear. We got three minutes, that we're out of here. We got three minutes,
2: that we're
1: out Patrick Roddow, two people that you are highly interested in have re-signed with Impact Wrestling. That would be Sue Young and Susie have both re-signed with Impact Wrestling, and, and a brilliant announcement by... By by Impact Wrestling, they have resigned Su Young. Thoughts? I don't care. It was just an excuse for me to play this. I just want you to know that. Yes. yes. Yellow <laughs> fever.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is the greatest moment of this show so far today. I love it. So far today. Yeah. So far. So we got far today.
1: Other great moments in his life. I.
2: Patrick. You have yellow fever. I do. Oh, hello. Not, how are you? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's just dirty.
1: <laughs> I beat myself I was laughing so much at that that's so much like our relationship right there
2: <laughs>
1: um, so that was July of 2012 when that wow, interview geez, took that place
2: forever ago A couple,
1: couple notes about that interview from July of 2012 first of all this show sucked back in 2012. Like the quality on Blog Talk Radio. I was, I was listening to it and trying to get to the point of the interview. We were doing three hour long shows. In, in 2012 our
2: interviews never ended man no like, our interviews were great
1: never and, that, ended. and our interviews were why people loved the show so much right. and and people kept asking to come back on after doing our interviews i mean there's that famous story where i sent adam pierce the rundown instead of you on accident and he replies back to me and says i don't think this was for me and when are you having me back on and that was like an amazing moment um, that, was, that
2: was one of your more that was when you had like the very like the format that you used to put
1: in. It was all oh, yeah. fancy looking. Boxes in. and everything. There, yeah. Right? yeah. That format. I mean, has... for,
2: for what it's worth, we did name a finishing move uh, in that yes. interview.
1: So. You did name her Yellow Fever finishing move that became uh, the commission. actual name of her finisher until she signed with Impact Wrestling. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, Because I, we talked about it on air a short, few weeks later when, when Lenny Leonard was commentating for Shine and the official result said that Sue Young beat whoever. We marked out Fever. hard for that. I, I we so did. Heavy. See, we you could have played
2: did. the mark,
0: oh, hey, mark thing for that. There yes. you go.
2: Yeah, totally.
1: Yes, I could have. <laughs> I uh, Sadly, there's no reason to, to bring the Jade Chung soundbite on because that's the real good one when, when the Asian woman comes on and Patrick O'Dowd mm. has just... She literally asks him if he's feeling okay. Like, there's just so many... So many great, great references there. So, yeah, I, we don't really need to talk about the fact that Sue Young is resided with Impact Wrestling. I just want an excuse to, to find and play a sound bite from 2012 on on the program. So, there you go. God, did
2: I even have a headset back then? Jeez. I think
1: you did. I think you were on a gaming headset back then. And, yeah, who right. knows? I mean, it, it, you know, it is what it is. Right? Now,
2: now, you know, now I got a microphone, I got fancy hey. You know, ear earphones. Yeah, ear, ear uh, yeah. like the earmuffs.
1: Edged. I think earmuffs is the best thing to call those actually. I am gonna go with earmuffs. earmuffs. I like that.
2: They, noise canceling,
1: that's yes. what they tell me that it's it does. Noise noise canceling.
2: It's a shameful thing.
1: Also from the show in 2012, the lobster head reference that we used to use to end the program. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Chair Shot Radio. We appreciate you listening. Of course, head on over to chairshot.com for this and many other amazing podcasts, wrestling reviews, news, opinions, and analysis, all available for you at chairshot.com. The chairshot.com. Always use your head. Check out the Hashtag Miranda Show, which will be coming up the very next day after you hear this show. We're going to record it here in a few minutes. Check out Bandwagon Nerds. It dropped on Tuesday. The new episode will drop next Tuesday. Rick is back, but don't let that stop you from listening. Still listen to Bandwagon Nerds, and it'll be a great time. All the great products, all the great things that we put out here at TheChairShot.com. Check those out. We appreciate it if you do. Miranda Morales is on the Instagram and the Facebook at the Hashtag Miranda Patrick O'Dowd, of course, is the Wrestling Realist. W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. I'm Greg DeMarco at ChairShotGreg. Check us out. Have a lot of fun. That's what we do here. Hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you enjoy it again next week. And we'll talk to you then. You think you know me.